Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Hello, good evening, and welcome to what might be regarded as an anniversary number gatecast, as uh, people count such things. Episode 250, and we have a semi-recurring guest. Yes, I'm back again. Welcome to the show, Thomas. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, we're recording on a Friday evening for me and Alan, uh, Friday lunchtime for Thomas. We're going to be doing two shows tonight. Joy of joys. <laughs> yes, at least the continuation. That's the plan. Surprising when I looked up what number Gatecast it was. We were recording that far ahead. It, it's kind of crept up on us. <laughs> yes, 250. Who would have thought back in the Halicon days of the movie podcast that we'd get this buddy for? I'm glad it kept going. Yeah, I, I have actually been questing around for something else. Well, you can uh, always do a B5 or a BSG. B5 has been done. I was pondering Smallville. Surprised it hasn't been done. It probably has, but not on air format. Mm. Yeah, I used to listen to a Smallville podcast when it was airing. Mm? Just wanted to pick something that was reasonably complete. Well, you could do Dollhouse. Yeah, find something with less than 10 seasons. <laughs> Adriana <laughs> wants to do Dollhouse, and it is on Netflix. Since I seem to have four copies of Halo Combat Evolved, I've no idea why, <laughs> but I do. He said to me, oh, there's a few games with it. Yeah, 25 Plus, he only wanted you give him the $30 for it. It didn't seem mm. a fair price. So I gave him 60 euro, whatever that is in dollars. I think it's close to 100 What all games did you get with it? I'm not going to list them now, but four copies of Halo Combat Evolved. Also Halo 2, Halo 3... Halo Reach, and Halo 3 OSD. ODST, yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind. Mm-hmm, good one. Time Splitters 2, Dead or Alive 3. Good ones. Batman Arkham Asylum, but I have the PS3 version, which has the Joker maps on it. Mm-hmm. I have the better version, I think. Overall, not a bad selection, then. Not counting the four copies of Halo Combat Evolved. <laughs> 22 games. <laughs> So I am embracing Finnish culture. Okay. After an hour, over an hour in sub-zero temperatures ingressing, my friend Anna suggested we thaw out. Okay. And suggested myself. Basically, she invited everyone, but two of the people we were with decided to go somewhere else to give it the correct Nordic pronunciation, sauna. Ah. Well, I've done sauna before. I haven't done mixed. It's intriguing. I'm happy I did it. Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rem, inviting you to join us for the Sci-Fi Movie Podcast, a weekly review and exploration of the sci-fi movies that we all love. Ever wonder why Stanley Kubrick removed A Clockwork Orange from distribution in the UK? Why did Ridley Scott's Alien have no eyes? Or who's the better dread, Sylvester Stallone or Carl Urban? Judgment time. And why do I hate the fifth element so much? Uh, really? Don't even get me started. Follow us on Facebook at Sci-Fi Movie Podcast. The Sci-Fi Movie Podcast. Subscribe in iTunes or visit our website at scifimoviepodcast.com. An entertaining podcast. They've recently looked at Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Hunger Games Catching Fire, Monsters, and Wally. Well worth a listen. Why not give him a go? Thomas, as the guest, do you have a particular language preference? Let's go with the old Irish favourite. Big gosh, big yeah? You've seen the uh, cyanide and happiness about that? Uh, no, I haven't. He basically goes, ah, oh, big odd, the look of the Irish. The little Irish fella, And the guy goes, look at the Irish? Have you read history book <laughs> right ever a three ever a doe ever a hen flicky previously on stargate sg1 uh herself they didn't cheer for long though did they yeah i'm so sorry for him he is quite beautiful now 
You want Merlin's weapon for yourselves. <laughs> weapon capable of destroying not only the Ori, but the ancients as well. He just wants to go. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, Daniel would say anything like that just for a chance to go to Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. He was single minded about it. Yeah, well, maybe he could bring some spare t shirts for Tori. Yeah, but they'd still be red. <laughs> and if they weren't red, they'd say, my other t shirt is red. <laughs> okay, then, Daniel, that's a clue. Mm-hmm. Right, new content. Hey, Jackson, what are you doing? Oh, just trying to figure out the location of Merlin's weapon so we can find it in time to defeat the Ori. Uh. Oh, Daniel, work, 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 work. We're going for session one. You want to come? No, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, they're going out to eat. Yeah. looks smaller. Yes. Take a look at this. Not we've seen him before. Uh, Cam really doesn't want to do this. He's very Jack-like in that. Mm-hmm. These are locations of the planets that Arthur and his knights set off to in their quest for the Sangral, Castiana, Sahal, and Vagan Bray. Then we searched all three and came up empty. So I thought it was a dead end until I noticed this. And it's, of course, perfectly a triangle. nice little triangle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Add their departure point, the Camelot planet, and you get... Now, what point in time and space were these? <laughs> a tetrahedron. A perfect pyramid. Yes, at yes. one point in the vast millions of years of existence... They formed a perfect pyramid. I mean, what about, you know, galactic expansion? Ah! <laughs> That's not a sexy look, Vala. No. <laughs> Although in some quarters it might work. I figured it out. Whew. Those three planets are part of a puzzle. This much I already know. The pyramid is a visual representation of three into one. Three addresses into one. That's what Morgan was trying to tell you, that the Sangral is located on a planet, the address of which is made up of symbols from each of those three worlds, Castiana, Sahal, Fagenbray. It just came to me in a dream. What insight there. Yeah. Should have spent more time sleeping. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah. New stock footage? You don't typically see a night entrance. Appropriate. They're all burning the midnight oil. Mm. I think the LEDs on the laptop are a bit much. Yeah. Given the number of symbols and the amount of addresses in the database, we could be looking at dozens, maybe hundreds of permutations. And of course, it will come to one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, isn't that nice? (laughs) One. Yeah, of course, one. That's the sort of search result I like. (laughs) Or maybe just the one. (laughs) And I think credit sequence? Yes. Okay then, the quest part one. That is its official title as well. Hmm. Season ten, episode ten of Stargate SG One, the Gatecast episode two hundred and fifty. This episode was written by Joseph Malozzi and directed by Andy Makita. And its American premiere September the twenty second, two thousand six. We got it in the UK December the twentieth. The Canadians got it January the fourth, two thousand seven. The Germans August twenty ninth. Sweden, November the 14th, and the Japanese, December the 16th, 2008. Quite a few shows with episodes of the same name. Xena, Warrior Princess, Teen Titans, Bonanza, Ocean Star, The FBI, and The Two of Us. And quite a few more, but I'm saving them for part two. <laughs> and as we standing now, we get the extra footage with Valor running along to join the team, like an overexcited puppy. Something I pointed out the last time we recorded. And we're back. Oh, look, it's the default village. Yeah, looking very clean. Well, yeah, when they've shot in a proper village, it's all been uh, mud. I think some of these folks have figured out we're not from around here. Uh, excuse me. I was wondering if we could get some help. <laughs> yeah, they don't like strangers. <laughs> Awkward. We've come in search of the Sangral. <laughs> It's a red thing, about yay big. We know what the Sangral looks like. It's been many generations since anyone has come in search of it. And now you're the second group of adventurers in less than a week to take up the quest. Ooh. Yes. Tourist industry. <laughs> a number of Jaffa passed through here three days ago. I like the perm in the background. <laughs> they were led by a man who clearly commanded their fear and respect. Paul has been here. And he's got a three-day head start on us. Of course <laughs> Paul has been here. No, because then he would have said an unusually handsome man. <laughs> oh, yeah, in his own opinion, he told us. <laughs> this villager, Stephen Holmes, he's been in Battlestar, Psych, and Millennium. No one has ever returned from the quest alive. So people have returned from the quest dead? <laughs> Maybe the bodies have eventually. Maybe. But that is quitter talk. Yeah, like I say, it is an awfully clean village. 
Oh look, Daniel's favorite. Hmm. Daniel's favorite thing in library. <laughs> yes. Hello. You know, it actually looks rather cozy in there. Parchment of virtues. Do we look under P for parchment or B for virtues? I say look for any and all materials related to the sun grow. Well, for virtues, we certainly don't under V for valor. <laughs> I am Osric, keeper of the village archives. Hi. We're looking for something called the Parchment of Virtues. Uh, oh, who's Osric? Osric is played by Rod Loomis, American actor. He's been in Quantum Leap, Seventh Heaven. He was Freud, or should I say Dr. Freud, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. He was very keen to get on Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> Not that he was disappointed to get the job on SG-1, <laughs> but... <laughs> Ages ago, Morgan Le Fay enchanted the area with a terrible curse. <laughs> Except the real one. Yeah. Since then, it has claimed countless lives. Well, we don't put much stock in curses. Uh, well, neither did Phaedra. It's not the first time a curse come around and bit you in the backside. Mm-hmm. She set off in search of her son, who had strayed too far from the village. Neither have been seen nor heard from since. They've gone on a holiday. This parchment was purportedly left behind by Morgan herself as a guide for knights of noble spirit. This village was at the bridge studios. All the sequence filmed at uh, the pretty time uh, constraints, mainly thanks to Ben Browder, who wanted to kind of get away and visit family. Been away from him for a while. The Sangral shall instead belong to he who speaks the guardian's name. Mm. Yeah, very D and D. Joseph Malozzi says in the commentary, as a kid, he used to play it all the time. You know, there's a lot of people. You'd be surprised who's played it. Well, it helped. It was a devil's yeah. tool. So, what yeah. better for teenage boys? <laughs> <laughs> it was a really badly oriented film about that. Which one? The book of all darkness. Uh, I think the one with the guy who uh, like has a psychotic break and thinks when someone's mugging him, he's being attacked by demons, so he stabs one. Mm. Well, I'm sorry, but I think we're going to need a little bit more than that to go on. Now, all Morgan left behind was this parchment and uh, the map. Huh. <laughs> There's a map complete? No, you can't. Of course not. <laughs> May we see it? No. Hmm. Why not? I showed it to the last group of adventurers who came in search of the Sangral, and they rewarded my trust by trying to take it. Yeah, we know him quite well. They tried to take it. Yeah. Paul and the Bunta Jafar didn't take it. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not for public view. Hey, we wouldn't dream of trying to steal it. No, you wouldn't dream of it. You'd just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> I think you've done this before. Yeah. There's always a bowl of nuts in any tavern. Oh, that's brilliant. And while you're distracting him, the rest of us can steal it. <laughs> For the last time, we are not stealing. Are you certain I cannot tempt you with a final meal? I know me. <laughs> Could be worse, because I said the last meal. Mm-hmm. This barkeep is played by Beverly Brewer, Canadian actress. She's been in Firewall, Masters of Horror, Reunion and Del Word. This role was originally going to be cast as a male barman. Mm. When Joseph was writing it, didn't seem to be working, and he had the idea just to uh, make it into a nice, strong, opinionated woman. Hmm. Bingo, you've got a great little character. <laughs> oh, yay, yeah, you're right. More tourist. This is the English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What do you want here? Oh, baby. Oh, dear. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Wait! <laughs> they went on uh, a great deal about that stuntman. It was supposed to be just a four to the ground, but he really <laughs> wanted to do that backflip. <laughs> and Dan Shea supported him, so he ended up doing it. Cooperate, and you won't be harmed. The alright commander is Steve Archer. This is the second time he uh, appears in Atlantis. That's a new thing, the weapon on the arm. Mm-hmm. Holding with the D&D theme, you know, it's an attack spell. <laughs> no, we have seen it before. Maybe it's the episode I missed half of. Well, that is a long story. Look, I know you have no reason to trust us any more than you do those guys. I have not seen you shoot anyone. <laughs> good point. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, that is a very good point. We're going to need your help. You have laid hands upon me, book burning. Yes. I don't think you'll be surprised to find that is not a pile of books. It's a big lump of concrete with some 
flame retardant books on top of that and some books put on top just to burn for the effect. Propane pipes running all through it. Mm. So not a true 451? The only problem is they are in a studio. (laughs) They had to be a little careful. You have spent your time ignorant to the truth, stumbling aimlessly through the darkness cast upon your world by the trappings of the past. But now, The path to fulfillment stands revealed, and the time has come to embrace a new faith. There's a prior. Yes, Doug Abrams is back again as a Orion prior. Let the light of origin show you the way. Pretty decent outfits, really. You know, for mm-hmm. considering they probably just got them from the tavern woman. You know, the music in Halo is quite similar to this. The sort of choral, at least on the initial opening screen. Yeah. They're not very keen on any other written literature, are they? Mm. Whether it's relevant or not. Only the Book of I th- Origin. I, th- I thought the uh, Carol's robe suited Teal quite well. He looked rather monk-like. Oh, Jedi. Mm. What are you saying? There's nothing we can do? We are doomed? No, no, not necessarily. We, we believe they can be defeated. That's why we're here. We think that's why they're here as well, to destroy the one thing capable of stopping them. The Sangra. <laughs> no, who's, who's been a gloomy ghost? Doomed. Doomed, <laughs> I told you. Doomed. But how did they learn about it? No Jehovah's Witnesses on this planet. Didn't I tell you, I got door-to-door nuns a few weeks back. That's a sort of particularly interesting movie. <laughs> <laughs> because they believe I can lead them to the Sangra. Can you? Of course. What? You saved the map. No, they unwittingly burned it with the rest of the village archives. But a copy still exists. Where? So he didn't put much of a fight, did he? I will lead you to Merlin's treasure. Hmm. Oh, more company. Hmm. <laughs> Hello, boys. We want the old man. He's information we seek. And who's got the drop on who? Hmm. Now, apart from the commander, the two guards, Brad Turner and Mike Carpenter, as Andy McKeith, the director, was saying in the commentary, he plays hockey with them in a team called the Predators. Hmm. If you resist, there will be no escape. Now, stand aside. Oh, <laughs> like it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame they couldn't use crossbows. Crossbows are quiet. Yeah. yeah. Or at least that's be quieter. Oh, I think somebody must have heard that. <laughs> you think? <laughs> this way. Come quickly. There is a back entrance, of course. A secret one. Really? There's not even <laughs> a lever principle there. Clearly the electronic. <laughs> now, there's a lot of discussion about how this secret passage was going to work. It was really going to be a tunnel, so they had to crawl through, but... I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll blame everything on you. Good plan. Surprisingly clever. She's kind of got this all figured out. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got them out of the uh, inn pretty fast by pretty much instigating the battle mm. or the slaughter. And she doesn't seem afraid of being zapped. Uh, this way. And for being an old man, he moves around pretty well. He's spry. Ooh. Remarkable lack of trees. Must mm. be a different part of Vancouver. Very sandy, too. What the hell? Now, is this a Clash of the Titans or something? See, now, my problem with this is that if this... All these people at different positions, you know, you'd think after the first two or three, people would have got the message. Mm. They had a discussion whether or not to do this using a lot of visual effects. Mm. Again, they went for, I guess, most of them are mime artists like they did in the Atlantis episode, Progeny. Stronger here... Weaker here. And then rising again. Well, this is weird. They're temporal fluctuations. Meaning? Meaning these people are trapped in a time distortion field. Are you sure? So if they were able to pull them back into normal time, would they be still living? You would imagine so, if they could just switch the field off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of these people could be quite, well, in the field for a long time, you think about it. Mm. When you're te- teaching your children not to go running around in the woods, this is a pretty good object lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are they aware of what is happening to them? Doubtful. 
Several years may pass on our side of the field in the one or two seconds it takes them to take even one step. Uh, why don't we just go around it? Well, the outer edge of the field extends as far as I can tell in either direction. And it has a slight curve to it. I mean, for all I know, it could form a complete circle. We could walk for miles and never find a way through. Sam, if you got another idea, I'd love to hear it. They did have a little problem. Then they said it was cottontail, little white flecks and flowers that were kept blowing through mm. the shop with the wind. Mm. I think I may have found a way in. There's a circuitous path of real time winding through the temporal field. It's a maze. It's a maze. And he said that was a Sony console. Yeah, that's a PSP. I'm not sure. I don't really know what one, one looks like. I've never owned one. PlayStation Portable will be about that size. Mm-hmm. Maybe the PSP Go. You can see the little white things. Stand very, very still. You're on camera. Well, I always the opportunity to talk. Someone. <laughs> Watch the hand signals, Vala. Now, I think like everybody, and it was confirmed in the commentary, they're walking on sand or gravel or something, very fine material. You throw that into the air, you'll see the outline is filled very, very clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the reason they didn't do that or explore that is because the cost would have been astronomical in special effects. Yeah, whereas a rock, not so much. Yes, a single rock. We can do that. Nice and cheap. We're blind. You see, you can't rely on technology. It'll let you down when you need it the most. Oh, look, there's a rock. Yeah, convenient. (laughs) Several rocks in the back. Okay, here's a stupid question. You did check the batteries in that thing before you left Stargate Command, right? It's not the batteries. We could just retrace our steps and try our luck with the Ori soldiers. Do you know the way back? <laughs> yeah, it always works in a minefield, normally because you... Well, there should be footprints, shouldn't there? Mm. We have to be exact. On the bright side, just vote the R.I. take over the galaxy. So far. Mm. Unless they blow the planet up. Clues as to the whereabouts of the Sangral. And it is safe to assume that she believed that someone would eventually reach it. It also stands to reason that our task, though challenging, is far from impossible. Me is right. That's remarkably insightful, Tilt. You know, over the years, I'm sure Tilt's always thought that the the rest of SG-1 overthink things. Mm. Well, Arthur and his knights wouldn't have had access to this advanced technology to guide them through, so presumably the answer could be deceptively simple. You know, he believes in a more direct approach. Wasn't one of the virtues patience? Yeah. Or just pick up Val and throw her at it and see where she stops. <laughs> Follow me. Now, what if that had been thrown through at an inch gap and just made it through? <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't tell you a lot. Just one stone just stuck in mid-air. Dead end. Or maybe a back wall, you know, with a left and right. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there are different heights as well. You've got to get your hands on these to crawl through one. That would be deep and dirty. <laughs> it would, it probably would. But it'd make for some very funny positions for people to get stuck in. Mm-hmm. I think Valor is really not taking any chances. Don't cut the corner. You think that was Claudia's idea? It could have been, yeah. Do the conga line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the most exciting and riveting scene, though. I don't see any trap Jafar, so how did Bowel do it? That was my question as well. Perhaps he took more than one of those devices with him, and when one died, he just got the other one out. <laughs> All right, we're through. We better pick up the pace if we want to cut into Ball's lead. That's about it. Now it looks more like Stargate. Hmm. Say that these Ori are possessed of godlike abilities, and yet they are not gods. No, they're very powerful beings who would have their followers believe as much because faith is the source of their power. Mm, a discussion about religion and origin. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Of course, you know the catch with this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's always one of the slight letdowns when you rewatch anything, you know, unless you do it years apart and you can't remember what's happened. Hey, Alan? Mm-hmm. Yes? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I got a bit lost in it. I didn't have an opportunity to watch it this time. I'm too busy. That's good. Made the actual genuine responses. 
You would have me believe that you are possessed of a complete understanding of these amazing feats? No, but just because I don't know how the trick is done doesn't make it magic. And I would argue that your inability to comprehend such feats does in fact prove their supernatural nature. Although I have my suspicions about this guy. Force you into hiding. Now you're defending them. Hardly. I condemn the actions of their soldiers, but I'm in no position to judge the aura or their message. Not yet. Yeah, suspicious. Truth is elusive to those who refuse to see with both eyes. What? <laughs> Very prophetic. <laughs> Everybody looked up at that. You may notice Daniel is wearing different glasses. <laughs> mumble, mumble. <laughs> mumble, 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 mumble. <laughs> grumble, grumble, ball. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Wait! Yep. Well, make yourselves comfortable. We're going to be here a while. Now, that geo came up right on Osric. Mm hmm. I mean, did it catch him or mm. was how the visual effects worked out? Won't do you any good. Believe me, I've tried. It's a one way door. How long have you been trapped in here? Three agonizingly tedious days. Which reminds me, I don't suppose you have any food. <laughs> That's not food. <laughs> Plenty of roughage, probably. Mm -hmm. When I approached to investigate, I unwittingly triggered the trap. You've had the ancient database for months. Why did it take you so long to get here? I can't think clearly on an empty stomach. So where did they get? <laughs> where did he get the ancient database? He stole it. Stole it. Yeah. Don't hey, you remember that? When they broke into the SGC, lots of bowls. Yes. Oh yes, yes. The database they brought back from Atlantis. Yeah, torture him with the candy bar. I only possessed two of the three addresses needed to complete the puzzle. As a result, I had significantly more possibilities to investigate. <laughs> really? By a uh, process of elimination, I was left with one prospect, and when I went in search of the planet, it wasn't there. Smell the lovely processed chemicals <laughs> and glucose and corn syrup. Yes. An American candy bar. Peanut butter? And fructose. Or figs. And after three days, it doesn't really matter. In the end, my only recourse was to access it via the Stargate. Empty. Damn. It's <laughs> no good. Pulls all the expressions all around. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, I've got a feeling that they're not going to be coming back. I'm guessing they're stuck in the field somewhere else. <laughs> it's a clue. Something must have come up. Obviously, Morgan must have rendered this planet inaccessible to ships to ensure that enemies such as the Ori could not destroy the Sangral from orbit. You're wasting your time. I've had three days to search for a way out of here. There's nothing inside. Well, that's the point, isn't it? Exactly. The Parchment of Virtues told us that We'd have to rely on five things in order to reach the Sangral. Prudence, wisdom, charity, kindness, and faith. You're saying the parchment was intended to be interpreted literally? Why not? <laughs> yeah, if you're going to give a parchment as a guide, yeah. it has to have some meaning. We demonstrated prudence as opposed to recklessness, which would have stranded us. So ask yourselves, what does this trap exploit? Curiosity. Greed. Oh, yeah. person approaches a chest expecting to find treasure inside, but instead finds nothing and gets trapped for his trouble. <laughs> Valor should be looking very guilty at the moment. <laughs> no, but I like approaching a test and it being a mimic instead of an empty test. Yep. Instead of taking something, something must be sacrificed. I suggest bow. Tilt on a roll. <laughs> okay, not exactly valuable, but I suppose it's a thought that counts. Yep. Nope, nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> You're not having, me, not having this candy bar. <laughs> well... That was an interesting theory. Well, we're all trapped, so we all have to contribute something. They had a bit of fun with Valor here. Yeah. She had a, a number of items in her backpack. <laughs> Curling irons, a stuffed giraffe. <laughs> the ring seems to be significant. Well, isn't that an interesting expression on Daniel's face? <laughs> and this. <laughs> Isn't that a hairdryer? Uh-huh. <clears throat> yes, that was a hairdryer. We don't worry about where you could plug it in. I have nothing to donate. Come on, Ball. You've got summit. We all know you have. Now, the wiki claims that this knife they find on him could be the same one that he tortured Jack with. Possible. I didn't really get a good look at it. That particular item holds great sentimental value. That's almost certainly the one he tortured Jack with. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it keeps that reserved for those special occasions. And down it goes. Well Lovely. Another day in there, I would have gone mad. <laughs> Guess that makes it time to say goodbye. It would be foolish of you to kill me. How so? Amongst the information I obtained regarding the Sun Graal is the name of the Protector. Protector? The Dragon. Oh, like the buckle. Mm. See, I told you there was a dragon. I'm sure there's something guarding the device. Maybe it's a hologram. Holograms can be dangerous, you know. Could be a ship. Flies, breathes fire, has armored skin. It's a mistake a medieval storyteller could easily make. Then if it's based on technology, the name is no doubt a password or a command code. Either way, if you want it, you'll have to take me with you. Of course, we've got to work with him once again. Yep. Yep. Bol is Joseph Malose's favorite gold. Surprisingly, oh. this is Andy Makita's first time he's worked with Cliff Simon. Hmm. Joseph said he were going to a cosplay convention and he wanted to go as Bol. <laughs> Went to the costume department to get uh, one of his outfits and he couldn't fit into it. <laughs> <laughs> he realized Cliff Simon is all lean muscle. <laughs> Yet again, we find ourselves the unlikeliest of allies, joined together in common purpose. You know, the word allies implies some sort of partnership, and that just isn't the case here. You see, we are going after the Sun Growl, while you are tagging along for the ride. <laughs> so how many times has Ball helped us out? Probably too many for SGC's desire. Yeah. But even when he helps out, it's always he always gets something out of it. Mm-hmm. He didn't help to defeat the replicators to do us a favor. A lone mountain thing? Oh, come on! Is this a lonely a... mountain, surely. Yeah. Yes, the lonely mountain in the middle of the plain, yeah. With a dragon, of that course. That was bloody quick. They, yes, that would have taken a couple of days' journey to get there. Hello. I wasn't talking to you. Ah, oh, well, uh, allow me to get out of your line of fire. <laughs> <laughs> have you lost your senses? Truth eludes he who does not seek it with both eyes wide. It's a quote from the Book of Origin. Yeah, it's a bit of a coincidence. Paraphrase it earlier today. Now, I might not have noticed, but I spent the past year studying the good book, so... Now, that seems strange. That seems an oversight. Mm-hmm. Why would Osric have a ring like that? Yeah. I noticed the designs on your ring, not Celtic, as one might expect given the cultural background of this planet, but distinctly Ori. The ring was a gift from the traveling merchant. You're making a mistake. You're the one who screwed up. Now drop the act. Here he goes. You'll notice a slight change in the tone of the voice. It would have been so much easier if you had remained oblivious but now things will be much more difficult oh yes that works oh yes <laughs> I were not expecting <laughs> still don't like what they do with the neck but the rest of it fantastic oh yeah mm, I think a few spikes would have looked good Valor's door <laughs> yes Marina had a, a lot of problems with the contact lenses so they finally decided to go with a normal eye colour they actually filmed some of the scenes with her wearing the contacts. They had to vis-effect some of those out as well. But quite frankly, she looks more striking with her normal eyes. More than you know. I grew impatient waiting for you to discover the location of the weapon. So I gave you a little help. The dream I had, three into one. That was you. Yes. Still not a lot of protection on the upper chest area. Mm -hmm. I like the shoulder pads. <laughs> I think a few spikes would have looked good. Yeah. <laughs> Those possessing truth of spirit. I can't think of anyone more appropriate than a former ascendant. With your help, I'll secure the device. Fiendish. Hate to disappoint. Oh dear Cameron. Hmm. Very rarely works on any of these so-called superior beings. Mm-hmm. Didn't affect the gold, why would it affect her? So I'm offering you a choice. Either we work together to reach the device, or I'll start killing off members of your team. Marina Baccarin, of course, Brazilian actress. Five High, Homeland, V. Starting with her. All right. Don't worry, pal. Yeah, you gave in quite easily there, Daniel. Was she threatening Sam or Vala? Couldn't quite tell. Sam, I think. He was standing right next to her. If it was Vala, he may have waited a couple of seconds before he said <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, let me think about it. <laughs> uh, the cave set, the one they built for Atlantis. Mm. Repainted the walls, uh, put in some stalactites, stalagmites, mm. red tint to them, make it look a little different. Is this the same one they used for the first episode of season nine? I don't think so. 
Your only hope lies with Merlin's weapon. Once I take that away from you, your defeat will be complete. <laughs> now look who's the optimist. You disappoint me, Mother. I would have expected you to see reason by now. But it doesn't matter. Eventually you'll have no choice but to accept the truth. And when you do, I'll accompany you on your path to enlightenment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, enlightenment. Go on, Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not looking. Because it did seem that she had to activate the shield. Yeah. It's not on auto. Yeah, just I don't do it too soon. She may not be true of spirit and all that jazz, but she has done her homework. I hate to say it, but... She could prove useful. For the moment. Hmm. Surprising amount of light in this cave as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Let's not worry about it. I guess there's a few holes in the ceiling. <laughs> Abandoned hollow. Hmm. Choose the way that is just and true. Oh, it's a riddle. <laughs> I'm good at these. Um... She's so enthusiastic. <laughs> I tell you, Valor's never dull. It's telling us to go that way. The way that is just and true. That is the right way. Okay, there is a bit of logic there. The writing's an ancient. So? So an ancient, the word meaning just and true is very different from the word meaning right, as in opposite of left. Well, it's what, Daniel? You've got to give a point for enthusiasm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This way. A child in here. It's a trap. It's obviously a trap. Or quite possibly a test. A test of what? Our stupidity. Huh. Of course it's a trap. <laughs> Be aware of the kiddies. If she comes up saying, I've lost me puppy, <laughs> rub you alive. <laughs> now, a child like that wouldn't have lost a puppy. You'd be looking for a kitten. I'm kitten, fair enough. Kid, wait up! The youngster is played by Quinn Lord. Is he annoyingly precocious? He's not really in it long enough. Mm-hmm. He's a bit older now, of course. He's been in Arctic Air, Once Upon a Time, Eureka, and the 100. So if we show kindness by helping this child, it should bring us one step closer to the device. The parchment also mentioned wisdom, which we would be demonstrating by avoiding this trap. Okay, that sounds a bit ominous. Yeah. Yep, that's the porkless dropping. <laughs> Hang on, kid, we'll get you out of there. A little help here. He's tiny. Let me squeeze through the bars. <laughs> Assist us or I will squeeze you through these bars. Let's go back. And of course, she lifts it by herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, physically strong. Well, how's about that? We did pick the right way. I was about that, but the subtitle was singular. It's a dead end. We have to go back. No, it doesn't make any sense that we would have progressed this far only to come up empty. He's not really getting into the spirit of this mm. quest. She's an all-powerful being. She's used to having her... Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, from A to B. Well, A to Z. It's another riddle. Oh, goody. What <laughs> <laughs> out. <laughs> Shaped and cooled, then bound by rings to release what's stored. Oh, dear. Damn you, Daniel. Stop reading things. Might want to pick things up a little bit here. All right, well, we have to think it through. What's struck and cut and shaped and cooled and then bound by rings? You won't be surprised to know that there are a lot of guys in the rafters throwing dirt onto the actors. <laughs> that shot was originally going to be uh, done with image shakers on the cameras. Unfortunately, because of the uh, flashlights, they were jiggling around too much, so it looked fake. We're testing our wisdom now. Time. Or wind. <laughs> the first one was a key. I've been watching a lot of Saving Hope. It's weird seeing Daniel as... And Michael as Daniel. <laughs> Very different role, isn't it, really? Yeah. Sweep down swift yet remain unseen. Oh, wait, I've got this. Uh, suggesting a, a strong yet invisible force. Uh... Wind. Vigio! Oh, huh. that's it. Join in the fun. Okay, so the members of the crew up on the platform shaking dust onto the... Asking stuff now. Battle scarred in times of strife, resistant to. Resistant to. To what? Uh, I don't know, I, I can't translate this section of the text. Well, that's no good, Daniel. What good are you? Contagia! Oh! <laughs> nice effect, the light in there. Mm hmm. Looks like that's done it. You know, come to think of it, riddles never really were my strong point. 
visual puzzles, like which of these symbols does not belong with the others, or reconfigure the tiles to make the hidden picture. Is it just me, or is it getting hot in here? Well, now that you mention it. Now, knowing Valor, she'll have a bag of marshmallows and some sticks in her backpack. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, a wonderloaf hat. So is this the same exact as they use for the wall in Celestis? I would imagine that, yeah, they opened the, the fire folder. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> that saved me a couple of hours of work. Hey, you got anything? No, you. No, but I'm getting a good tan. Let's take a break. Yeah, you've got this far. If you can't get any further, you're not worthy. Mm-hmm. Why there's no bones around? There's no hidden triggers or secret passages if there's a way through. We didn't find it. Then I suppose we should head back. Not an option. The passageways have resealed behind us. Ugh. Then I was right. We walked into a trap. No. We made all the right choices to lead us to this point. I know the sun girl lies beyond that wall of fire. We just have to find a way through. Come on, Daniel. You've gone through uh, the first, what, four virtues. What's the last one? So snuff out the flame and get us on our way. My abilities don't work that way. <laughs> of course. Uh, how does the saying go? All flesh, no photo. Actually, it's all flesh, no substance. I prefer my version. He's not scared of anybody. I'll give him that. <laughs> Would you care for a demonstration? Yes, please. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it comes with arrogance and confidence in himself. Taking your life would be a waste of my time. Wait, it doesn't work in here. <laughs> <laughs> For an all-powerful being, though, you know, that really, uh, a second is not really going to kill you, is it? Daniel? Faith. Don't do it, Daniel. Don't do it. He's artfully smudged. The parchment told us that five virtues would guide us in our quest for the Sangral. Prudence, kindness, charity, wisdom, and faith. Now we displayed prudence in finding a way out of the temporal maze, charity in escaping the force field trap, kindness by helping the child in finding the hidden passageway, and wisdom in solving the riddles. The only virtue left is faith. The problem, of course, is that you can't throw anybody through yeah. to prove your faith. You've got to do it yourself. And just imagine, when you get within inches, the heat must be searing your nerves. Probably better take a run up, but you couldn't stop even if you changed your mind. Well, after you, Moses. Faith. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. <laughs> that was an ad lib by Claudia. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to go horribly wrong in the next two minutes. I didn't hear what she said that was talking. Well, didn't it come up on your subtitles? No, they seem to have stopped. They do like big open chambers. Yeah, it looks remarkably like the chamber in the Crystal Skull. That's it, that's the one. <laughs> they just opened a large open chamber holder. <laughs> yeah, the back wall is actual practical set. The rest, of course, is green screen and visual set. Yeah, that's pretty deep. I'll go. We'll both go. I think I'll stay here and support you from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. You ain't stupid. Yeah, I'll just push her off. That's all right. We're gone, why not? Maybe it's bottomless, you know? Yeah. We're gone, why not? Yeah. But who knows, she may be able to fly also. Well, let's find out. It's like that first episode of Angel. He says to the vampire in the 44th floor of an office building during the day, Can you fly? Please crash. Now, they were very disappointed with this. When they were writing the episode, they imagined much more ornate for pedestal. And this iron growl was a beautiful object, you know. And they got this round ball. Mm -hmm. Could do with it was give it a bit more illumination and shininess to it. Morgan put safeguards in place to ensure that someone such as myself couldn't claim the device. Got me. Got me. <laughs> Is that why you didn't just use your powers from back there? What are you talking about? Well, you have telekinetic abilities. I've seen you use them. You should have just snatched the Sangral off the dais without taking a step, but you didn't. Hmm. Probably for the same reason you didn't use your powers to lift the portcullis or kill Baal the second he stepped out of line. Yeah, she no normally doesn't show such restraint, does she? My guess is Morgan did put safeguards in place and that those safeguards are neutralizing your aura-given powers. You saw me withstand the bullets fired against me. Yeah, thanks to your personal shield. The only powers you can manifest originate from that pendant and they're purely defensive in nature. Do you really want to test me? <laughs> <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> a bit of a stalemate. Come on, someone's got to flinch. Yeah. 
You know what? I changed my mind about helping you. Knock yourself out. Wahey! Badass Daniel is back again. What's the hold up? Thought so. <laughs> He's called a bluff. Ah. Ah. A hologram. Well, I guess I'm not as true of spirit as you thought I was. Who's that idiot now, Daniel? <laughs> well, you were gloating a bit, weren't you, mate? That's not good. Right, now, somebody was saying a dragon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell is that? Ah, a dragon. We agreed there's no such thing as a dragon, right? Yeah. Now, do not expect smoke. Mm. The budget is slightly different. Even I can remember when I first watched this episode being a little disappointed. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Mm, not too bad. Oh dear me. It's a little small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just looks like a lizard with wings. Well, that's basically what a dragon is. I prefer the four legged dragon. Yeah, we've seen dragons that definitely looked like dragons. Right then, that was the quest part one. Looks like the streaming the video worked fine. It's a relief. Yes. Right then, what do you think of uh, that as the first part? Mm. Good cliffhanger. Uh, a fairly liberal cliffhanger. Of course, a nice little twist with the old librarian being the Orathai. Well, I'd say this was mid-season two-parter. So uh, part one was in September and part two came along the following year. So <laughs> got to leave them wanting, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Great to see Cliff Simon back, of course. They did explain away the three or four month advantage he had at the time he stole the database from the SGC. That was a big continuity error they had to address. Mm. So the whole, oh, I only had two? Yeah. Had to keep researching the rest of it on my own. So do you remember much of it at all, Alan? Um, Define much. Specifically, define much with a three-letter word beginning with A. <laughs> So you did not remember that Adria was the librarian? I remember something suspicious. I actually thought the librarian was Merlin. I'm not going to voice my suspicions, but because I'll sound foolish and Michael will leave it in. Well, that would have been a reasonable guess. Hmm. You know, wouldn't you decide that there's something strange about him? Oh, I said that. Yeah. Course. Like I said, I've had too much on to... Uh, I don't even know if I passed my finished exam. I no longer care. Right then, that was the quest part one. The director, Andy Makita, he directed 29 episodes of Edgy One, 22 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. Also directed episodes of Transport to the Series, Primeval New World, Lost Girl, Bitten, Motive and Strange Empire. Joseph Malozzi, part of the writing duo with friend Paul Mully, he wrote this episode. Pair of them wrote 38 episodes of Edgy One, 15 of Atlantis and 12 of SGU, as well as writing for Transport to the Series, Student Bodies and Delete. Is that a show about Cybermen? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. But not everything references Doctor Who. Just most things. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah. You? What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Mac posted about last week's episode over on Google+. Plus. He said that he didn't really like the episode, and while the backstory to some of the characters was good, the reasoning behind the Wraith and their mind-warping technology didn't make a lot of sense, considering it's been shown that they like to keep their food alive as long as possible to maximise feeding. I considered that it was another example of the Wraith scientist getting unwanted side effects to perhaps legitimate research, in the same way as Taylor gaining the ability to sense Wraith after her line was genetically manipulated. And we've already seen something similar in an earlier episode, Hot Zone. Mac agreed, but he said that he couldn't quite see the ultimate endgame for this predator species. That, or he was simply trying to read too much into the episode. But come on, that's why we are fans. We can't help but dig deep into our favourite shows even when they don't make sense, especially when they don't make a lot of sense. No other direct feedback, but we did get a few mentions over on Twitter in regards to Phantoms. Dan and a few others hadn't seen the episode, or in some cases gratefully forgotten about them, and it seems the overall consensus is a little on the negative side. Not to worry though, just one episode in a very strong season of Atlantis. On the birthday front, we have three notable actors who will be celebrating on the 3rd of December. First up is Ramos on Franks, who of course played Lieutenant Aidan Ford on Stargate Atlantis, and then co-starring on The Listener, playing Dev Clark. 
Up next is the delectable King Connor Tracy, who appeared just the once on SG-1 playing Dr. Redden in The Uninvited, and then guest starred on shows such as Battlestar Galactica, Bates Motel, and played the Blue Fairy on Once Upon a Time. And finally, Stephen Corp, who played Henry Wallace in the Atlantis episode Most Crossing, will be celebrating his birth. He's had roles on Enterprise, Revolution, Jag, and Desperate Housewives. On the 4th of December, the man himself, Mr. Tony Todd, has his birthday. Tony appeared in three episodes of Stargate SG-1 as the Sedan leader Lord Hakon, and also played the older Jake Sisko in one of the best episodes of Deep Space Nine, The Visitor. Since then, he has guest starred on Chuck, and 24, and has expanded his voice performances. That will do for now. More birthdays as and when. And returning to the feedback question, we'd love to hear more from our listeners. So if you fancy getting in touch with us, then you can use our contact form on the website, which is gatecast.co.uk, or email us via gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Google Plus and Facebook. Just search for Gatecast. And on Twitter we are at thegatecast, which is one word. iTunes and Stitcher carry our feed. And on our website there is a link to an additional RSS feed which has every episode we've released. Basically our website is the focus of the podcast and everything else orbits around it. So far Rodney has not blown it up. Right, let's wrap the show up. Right then Thomas, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. It's been my pleasure. Thomas, we will see you soon. Soon. Indeed. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming there aren't severe technical difficulties again, heaven forfend. A baying of the only way to really do it is everybody sitting around a table in a room and recording to uh, individual mics. Mm-hmm. That could be tricky. Right then, a last minute change of plan in that next week we are going to be looking at the quest part two instead of an Atlantis episode. The week after we'll be starting the seasonal bonus shows, which will take us into the new year, and we should return to our normal programming on the 3rd of January, with the Atlantis episode The Return, which at this time is planned as a feature-length podcast. Hopefully everything does go according to plan, but you never know. Stay tuned. Okay then, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you join us next week. Till then, I've been Mike. I've been Alex. And Thomas. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.